You have just been invaded by... Hey there guys, this is DJ Slope from Slope's Game Room and you're listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show recorded live on Twitch with my co-host Grizzly Cryden. If you like the podcast and you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider becoming a Patreon or YouTube member. And if you have any particular news stories that you would like us to cover in a future episode, then please do let us know in the dedicated rooms over on Discord. Plus, if you are listening to the podcast on any of the many podcast services around the world, then please do give us a little review. It really does help us spread our wings and get into the earlobes of plenty of other podcast goers. Anyway, enough of the plugs. Let's get on with the show. Hey there, guys. It's time for the first Slopes cast of 2023 january the 3rd 2023 thank you so much grizzly yet again for sorting out all of our awesome topics for the week and there is a sega topic of the week which makes me very happy because i promised you all from last year i would finally get that sega jingle that sega topic of the week jingle and it's happened i've got it but for the people listening in on the podcast you're not going to hear that until that happens until that topic comes in um uh yeah for all those people watching live they got to hear it before we went live that's the awesomeness of watching us live isn't it grizzly it most certainly is you get yes. to see the best and the worst of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> yes. more likely more, more so the worst more so the worst. yes so yeah. for people tuning in at this time you've missed about 30 minutes of preamble and some marbles join yeah, us yeah we marbles like playing marbles it's a good game it is good it yeah um and uh yeah we got six topics as per usual and as per usual grizzly Cryden is going to talk us through those six topics hooray welcome to the first podcast of the year um to start things off we're going to start off with a nice new fresh topic oh wait that's more duke nukem i lied uh yes more <laughs> duke nukem has leaked uh he's been a very leaky boy and has been leaking everywhere with various projects what? that have been leaking <laughs> that's an image i want to get out of my head <laughs> <laughs> Jim Nukem is a leaky deal. boy, been leaking he, everywhere. He most certainly is. Um, next, we're going to talk about one of my favorite games, uh, which is Risk of Rain, which is getting mm. the remaster treatment. Uh, very excited to see that one. Uh, very excited to talk about Risk of Rain today. Uh, we're going to talk about more Sonic Lego. Is it incoming? Is it not? It looks like it is, but perhaps not. So we'll put this down as a rumor. Um, mm. Next, we're going to talk about st some stolen goods, because that's always a favourite. Uh, Rayman 4, the lost sequel source code, has been leaked. Uh, on a similar vein, we're also going to be talking about Mortal Kombat 2 and that source code being leaked. And then lastly, we say goodbye to an industry legend in the form of Arch McLean, who has passed away at age 60. Um, we'll go into a bit more detail about that one at the end of the podcast. But yes, welcome to 2023. Good to see you all. Yes. Yeah. Did you have a good Christmas? Good New Year? Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. It was nice to uh, have the first um, Christmas with my uh, with my baby daughter, uh, who is now approaching the six-month mark. It's flying by, isn't it? Isn't it just? Isn't it just? It's, uh, yeah. Um, and not to start off on um, a downer, uh, but I do feel like this needs to be said. We're talking, obviously, a little bit later on about the international karate uh, uh, developer legend. Uh, but 
as we start off, this happened very, very recently, just before we started. We want to give a massive shout out as well um, to Roger Keane, who sadly passed away as well, a part of Crash and Zap64, people over here in the UK and uh, Europe primarily uh, may recognize the name. Incredible, incredible journalist. Uh, and also uh, 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 did a bit of publishing as well. And um, yeah, I, I'm... It's, it's 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 gutting that this sort of thing happens. There's been a lot of that sort of stuff over um, the last month or so. Um, I never had the opportunity to speak to him directly, but I have spoken to him indirectly uh, only a month ago, in fact, uh, for my upcoming Boulder Dash The Complete History video for people out there that uh, ever watched, uh, what one was it, Zap64, or sorry, looked at Zap64, the magazine, you would have remembered Rockford from the Boulder Dash games. Uh, was always showing up in those magazines as little drawings on the majority of the pages, especially in the earlier issues before Thing on a Spring joined in. Um, uh, I, I reached out and asked how that all happened. Uh, again, indirectly through somebody else. Um, uh, I didn't push too hard because I realized that, you know, uh, the, 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 his health wasn't the greatest, but it is uh, something that I'm very happy to say that I've kind of indirectly talked to him. It's just, um, it, it's such a sad thing to happen. It, it is a, a massive, massive shame for everyone in the UK. So, absolutely uh, I mean, indeed. Uh, unfortunately we're at that age now where you know a lot of your it's gonna be like, a weekly topic for us isn't it yeah it's your heroes are going to start dropping um and it's a real shame because we've already lost a fair few already um and that's just the nature of things you know there's mm -hmm. the coming and going of people um all we can uh, all we can do is look back on their uh, on their works enjoy them and uh, celebrate them uh, so uh, until then, let's uh, just enjoy what time, you know, we have. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, we've got these, uh, you know, we're, we're a retro gaming uh, podcast. So, you know, we always talk about the new things that happen, but it's also good to remember, uh, you know, those that have passed that have, have provided so much to all of us lot and uh, people like Roger Keenum, who we're going to be talking about a bit later on from the, um, uh, uh, oh my God, I'm forgetting his name, Ar Ar Archer, Archer uh, McLean. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be chatting about him as well. So much respect to you guys. Um, sorry, uh, Roger, for not getting your own topic, but uh, it, it came in literally earlier on today. It was a very last minute top thing. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. That news that dropped. Anyway, moving on, moving on uh, to, well, <laughs> to Duke Nukem again. Yes. Again. Um, we can't get away from this guy. So we've we've had a few constants recently. We've had Duke Nukem and we've had Yuji Naka going to jail. Um, <laughs> there was an update about Yuji Naka. Just really uh, fun aside, uh, he's actually been formally indicted. I didn't feel like it was worth another topic on Yuji Naka because, honestly, I ran out of images to make the Sega characters scowl. <laughs> um, and there was no scowling Lego faces. So it kind yeah. of didn't make the cut. But here we have Duke Nukem. And I think um, this is like... It's been a slow news week, to be honest. Um, I mean, you expect that over the Christmas and New Year's holidays, right? Because um, you're going to have um, the, you know, ev everybody's on holiday. Nobody's reporting news and no news really seems to be coming out. Everyone's having a good time eating and getting fat. Um, mm -hmm. But Duke Nukem just refused to go away. Um, so there's like four new leaks. It, it, it's quite yeah. insane. Let, let's look, let's look through them. Um the one that actually really excites me is the 2D leak. Yeah, because this is a bit like 16-bit, even though it's like a piece, clearly a PC game. Mm -hmm. um, this was from 1996. So this is something that you would have seen potentially on PlayStation or N64, um, although clearly designed for PC because you've got the mouse cursor like doing the, um, uh, doing the shooting. 
But yeah. yeah, like Duke Nukem started out as a 2D franchise. I think a lot of people seem uh, do forget that, even though, well, that is his origins. It is. I think this could have been cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this absolutely. was actually called Duke Nukem 4 ever, as in the number 4 EVA. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it just looks genuinely pretty cool. It seems to use a lot of the assets from uh, Duke Nukem 3D. Um, and it looks pretty well fleshed out, considering. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. It's uh, yeah, one that I'm going to be checking out. I've just seen that it's just been uploaded to archive.org, so maybe yeah. we'll try it out on a future stream potentially. Duke stream, yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm not even that big of a fan of the Duke Nukem <laughs> games, but uh, a hardcore legacy character. So that, that's the big exciting one for me, at least. Yeah, um, and yeah. the other one for me was the Unreal Engine version of Duke Nukem 3D because that was something that was advertised quite heavily. Um, mm -hmm. It was around the time that Unreal engine free was really big and that's the reloaded you... one am i right yeah that's right and it was it was around the time that gears of war was becoming big unreal engine was becoming the powerhouse that it is today um and uh yeah this this was a version of duke nukem 3d that was being remade in that engine it's exactly the kind of thing you would have expected at the beginning of the xbox 360 life cycle yeah you know, for sure just just to like get get on the uh, Xbox Live Arcade or what have you. Th this would have been your summer uh, summer of games like headline acts because people you know still remembered and loved Duke Nukem back in the time. Um, nowadays, I think it would be a bit more of a damp squib. But I'm really surprised that Gearbox hasn't picked this one up and you know finished it because mm -hmm. I think people go for it even now. Weird. Yeah, um, I, I think there's enough of a, a market for it. Uh, in the retro mm. space um, to, to, to want to try this out. Yeah. Uh, it would get so much coverage as well. That it, it, the, the promo would almost do itself. The amount yeah. of people that would want to cover it, it's unreal. What's really cool about this one, because it's an Unreal Engine and the it's it's essentially like a fully working like asset pack for mm -hmm. an Unreal Tournament um, like map editor to essentially make the game if they wanted. Um so I, I reckon you'll actually see some follow through on this one. If there's enough of the game to start with, I think people will see it through to the end because mm -hmm. Unreal Engine's been mastered years and years ago. There's no reason why people couldn't pick it up now and then make the Duke Nukem, um, Duke Nukem Reloaded if they wanted to. Yeah, absolutely. They could do. And uh, Majoshi Washington is actually asking, yo, Dan, how about a Duke Nukem and Serious Sam complete history video in the future? Um, you know, I was thinking against the whole Duke Nukem one because it's been done so many times with so much stuff that's come out. in the. Um, I feel like there, there, there's quite a lot more to uh Yeah, you haven't seen the end of it. You have not seen the end of the Duke No, Nukem for sure. Release. Yeah. It, it, um, it's bonkers to think that there's this many games in the first place. Because like I say, most people just think of Duke Nukem as that, you know, one or two first-person shooter games, but it's just so much more. Totally. I mean, you can see what ambitions they had for the character. Like, there's been there's been so much stuff. I mean, what was the one we talked about before? It was uh, the uh, it was something to do. It was the endangered species one, which was basically mm -hmm. Duke Nukem as Turok uh, fighting mm -hmm. dinosaurs and going yeah, back to right. time. And then they had, you know, they did that um, like Time to Kill, Land of the Babes, all of that, all of that, and. Even Manhattan Project, which was a 2.5D game, one of the first um, 2.5D games, um, it's it's impressive like how much stock they put in this character, which was just relegated back to the past. Yeah, um, absolutely crazy, crazy. 
so we got those ones and there's some more as well um yeah so, so sorry uh, the, the, the movie yeah so the movie there was a film bible released um, which went through all of the details about how you make a Duke Nukem character for movies, or you know, just this is Duke Nukem. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Bible they call it, don't they? Yeah, they mm. give it to the the movie directors and say, "This is what Duke Nukem is. This mm-hmm. is what you absolutely need to stick to. The rest is up to you." Um, and then after that, um, what is he, Scott Miller uh, from 3D Realm slash Apogee. He's basically said, right, okay, now you guys know about that. I, I guess I'm just going to give you the contracts from Miramax for the the, the movie project, which you <laughs> never see because it's like the, these things are so heavily under NDA or they they just absolutely get put under lock and key as soon as they're talked about. And yeah. It's it's so weird to see this, like even just like a scan of it. It's the kind of thing you find in a lot after, say, a member of the team passes away or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's never handed over like <laughs> willingly. Yeah, um, so yeah, but great. It it proves that there was it was in the works, even though we kind of knew. Now we actually know that it was a thing. Um, so yeah, kind of cool. But at the ga- at the yeah. same time, it's Duke Nukem. <laughs> that's right and what, what's the fourth one we haven't mentioned uh that, that was it so you had the film bible you had this um and then the two games and i'm sure there's plenty more to come oh isn't um, it just yeah because that archive.org has got the 2001 demo um which everyone's been like playing through it's got this 2d platformer it's got the duke nukem um uh like reloaded thing yeah, there's a lot of Duke Nukem. If you want to see yeah. Duke Nukem, now's, now's the time for some Duke Nukem. Now and, is the time, for sure. And uh, I, I can't help but think that there's an ulterior motive for all of this, because... You reckon? Um, yeah, because, well, these things don't just leak all of a sudden for nothing. Um, do you remember when Deadpool supposedly leaked? You know, the, the Deadpool mm-hmm. pilot for the movie, and then suddenly right. it became, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a movie. I get the impression that something similar is happening here. Um, be interested in Duke people. You know, the last time we saw him was in Bulletstorm, and everybody remembers how good Bulletstorm was. Will he be accepted as a character in the movie field? We're, we're, we're in a very different time these days. And I don't know if a character like Duke Nukem will um, be allowed. <laughs> you, you, you don't want to be I'm accused of this being so nicely. <laughs> <laughs> he's um <laughs> he's very one-dimensional and 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 that's kind of his charm yeah it's it's like... that's the reason you keep going back you, you have some killer games in there but they're not all killer some of them are pants but you go back for duke and yeah would he be accepted in this day and age i mean we've got games like ion fury which prove that you know that kind of character can exist and then you've yeah, got yeah. um high on life which is basically a duke nukem game yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If, any, if anyone's <laughs> if anyone's not played it yet just think justin roiland does duke nukem and you got the right idea did you get fine high on life uh i have I've, I've i've gotten to like the second load of contracts um i quite like the game it's really fun yeah, um, yeah. and of course it's justin roiland and I'm, I'm planning to go back and complete it but mm-hmm. just haven't got around to it yet yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm quite enjoying it. It's, I, I, I do, I do see that if you take away Justin Roiland, it's quite a basic first-person shooter. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
um every so often you have to walk over to some bins they have a conversation it's just like this doesn't really mean anything but you stick around because it's typical rick and morty humor you know oh, yeah and um yeah i, I don't know like, I, I just want to play a game absolutely yeah. like i mean he's been doing that morty voice for years long oh, before he even did yeah. rick and morty so at some point it's going to wear thin and i think like a 20 hour game with that as your like main character can potentially do that so i'm kind of pacing it out a bit like, mm. i don't want to be sick of it because i find him really really funny yeah. um but at the same time you know i can't do it for that long <laughs> i tell you what i'm gonna go back and what i said about would it would duke nukem work the fact that it's uh, i mean duke, uh, ultimate joshy washness here says duke nukem will have a good place in movie land screw the sjw's just the fact that duke nukem's coming out the amount of promo that would just come freely from people arguing about whether he should or shouldn't be yeah. around in this day and age is it, it's, it's going to turn it into a success regardless or the, the success it needs to be i suppose within those fields you know um uh yeah so there we go <laughs> He's most certainly a character. Uh, I don't think he's going away anytime soon, especially if people keep leaking every little thing he does. Um, I'm I'm genuinely curious to see how far along those games are that have leaked because the 2D one, at least, it looks really well fleshed out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I imagine it like plays like ass, but um, <laughs> you know, there's always something that has to give. But the UI and everything else just looks proper. You know, it, it mm. looks like they've done a they've done a pretty good job and wanted to like they they at least believed in it so i am curious to see how that um how far that's come yeah it'll be interesting it'll be interesting um absolutely and as always guys you can check out the links down below uh or in 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 the show notes if you're listening on podcast services uh to everything that we're talking about so if you want to check out some of these never released games and and check out all of the latest on Duke Nukem leaks uh, there'll be links down there for you to do that very thing. Uh, massive shout out to the awesome website, Time Extension. Um, we we tend to be getting like one topic a week roughly off this website now. It's really, really good website. And um, yeah, awesome stuff. Good. Absolutely. Good things. Good things. Um, I'm, I'm sure there was something that we didn't uh, talk about. I, th I think it was like a, a, um, a Duke Nukem 3D maker or something like that that was part of that leak as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so like the much. level level creation tool which is basically just unreal engine anyway so that's right we're, we're, we're always for these these leaks more of them please more of them and i, I mean yeah. it, again it's, it's almost becoming a weekly topic i think that will need its own jingle eventually it's another yeah. leak and then i don't know think of a movie quote i could put in i could steal and put in there that there's got to be something out there there's got to be something. and we, we got to get john say john to uh narrate it you know just for posterity <laughs> uh, in his in his big the cat voice though not duke yeah Absolutely. Yeah. His, his more popular voice. Oh, it's leaked. <laughs> right. Uh, let's move on, shall we? Away from Duke Nukem until next week, probably. Yes. Um, to uh, something that you're probably a little bit excited about, Grizzly oh, Grider. Most, most definitely. It you know what? Like I still have not played Risk of Rain. Oh, man. You need to. Like, it's, you know what? It's easy for me to say that everyone must me, must play Risk of Rain um, because no, I have played Risk of Rain. It's Risk of Rain Tune that I've not played. I played Risk yeah. of Rain on the on the uh, on the uh, on the Vita. Yes, yes I did. Yes. Um, yeah, Risk of Rain is one of those games that kind of took me by surprise um, mm. because it's one of those two D like roguelike uh, roguelike style games. You know what? They're like absolute nails hard when you first pick it up, and then after a certain amount of time, it just goes click, 
and then suddenly yeah. you're struck where you used to struggle uh, to get past level two suddenly you're completing the game in a single run and you're having an absolute blast it's one of those titles um some of the best pixel art in the business the best soundtrack of a roguelite bar none and that is i know that's going to be like um that's going to rub people up the wrong way wrong way but this game has an incredible soundtrack even if you don't like the look of the game just give it a listen because um, you're a big fan aren't you it's it's mind-blowingly good um Mm -hmm. definitely check out the song monsoon from the first game or anything from the second game and if you're a fan of prince (laughs) try out the uh the the rain formerly known as purple which is basically just a big purple rain style um epic uh track um but yes uh the the game the first game is being remastered it's being enhanced it's being expanded and it's being remastered so they're going to be doing things like uh new sprite arts new survivors to play this, as, this is what i don't understand player. right i yeah. I'm, I'm very happy for you yes but they were going for pixel art the first time round. yes so what what are they going to really remaster here? In my so, mind, a remaster in this sense would be it would actually be the way this trailer looks that we're looking at here, which is a completely uh, hand-drawn, well, that style at least, hand-drawn animated uh, uh, game. But they're just going to redo the... I said that really badly. They're basically redoing the pixel art, if I'm not mistaken. From what I understand, it's not all going to be like the, the pixel art style. Um, there's a bit of gameplay in the... Uh gameplay in the trailers and there's there's a oh, there page right. which is already set up for it okay let um, have a look. So let's have a look-see because it's worth it, it, it just seems to me it's a game that's not that old mm. and it's pretty right. old you're talking playstation vita era um it's probably around 2007 this originally came out on pc that's like an early yeah. access thing but what i'm saying is i mean i understand like like old pixel art games from the Mega Drive era, if you're going to be remastering that, turning that widescreen, doing little bits like that, maybe adding extra frames of animation, I understand, you know, because of the limitations. And yeah. it's really obvious when you're moving up from PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 era, because obviously heavy, harsh polygon uh, characters, you know, it can be really Risk cleaned up. Sorry, Risk of Rain was 2013. I completely uh, was off the mark on that one. Uh, I kind of got into the Risk of Rain train a bit later, so I'm going to use that as my excuse. Right, right. So, yeah. um, But, I mean, this was going for a pixel art style. It's it's, it's like, in my mind, if they were going to to remaster uh, uh, Shovel Knight, it's like it doesn't need to be remastered because that's exactly the style they were going for the first time around. Yeah. And they achieved it. Um, I remember enjoying Risk of Rain, uh, but I, like, yeah, I, I, I'm just confused on what they're going to do to make it a remaster. So the main the main thing is it's going to still be sprite art, but they're, they're going for a more detailed approach. They're adding more frames of animation. Bear in mind, this is quite a small studio, uh, Hoppu mm-hmm. Games in Sweden. Right. I think Sweden. Again, I could be completely wrong. I'm showing just how much I love the game by being completely wrong on so many different aspects. But hey, it's one of those things. I like the game. I don't really go into too much detail about the rest. Um so more detail on sprites, more characterization, because the um, when Risk of Rain 2 came out, they, they, they jumped from the sprite art 2D all the way to 3D. And they kind of like created this like mini universe of characters, which people have gone on to absolutely love. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, with these things like the animated cutscenes and, and everything. It's, oh, now beautifully kind of done. They it's got to be yeah. the same studio that did the um, uh, the dead, not deadly. Uh, 
Dead Cells. Dead, dead Cells, sorry. I'm thinking yeah. of the anime Dead, dead Leaves, um, which I love, by the way. Very similar, actually. <laughs> yeah. uh, dead Cells, yeah. Um, yeah. But there's other things, like they kind of have to remake it from the ground up to uh, put better multiplayer in, which is something that the first game kind of suffered with. It sure. did have it. Um, but it was very much like local local only to begin with. And then the online implementation was a bit poor. Mm-hmm. Um, so people just generally don't play the first one as much uh, anymore as a result. Um, they're adding in things like the artifacts from Risk of Rain 2. They're adding in tons of content, new survivors, new balancing. They're essentially remaking the game and you know just improving it wherever they can and I'm I'm all for you know there's there are very few games I'd say this for but there are a few I'm all for buying this all over again just oh yeah yeah I, I can imagine you are you're you're a big fan of Risk of Rain 1 and 2 totally totally mm-hmm. yeah it was a complete once and I've not tried it again since so maybe maybe I'll give it another go and it, it was probably around about nah it wasn't 2013 I was a bit later into the game I think same similar to you actually yeah there we go Dula, is that right? Sorry, this is a uh, slightly off-key thing. Um, I've just said we've just had a comment, and let's verify it before we uh, go any further. Um, just mm-hmm. on Twitch, Dan, the uh, comment from Abdullah. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Let's double check on that. Yeah, definitely. Um, bear with us, guys. Ukrainian developer of Stalker killed in killed in the war. That's really sad. And it it, it, it it's true. It's yeah, it's all over. Oh man, I think that brings this uh, this topic to a close. Um, yeah, really sorry to hear that. Uh, wow, that sucks. Let's 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 just take five minutes to to uh, to go through this one. Wow, that's free. That, that's that's a record for us. Like th- th- this yeah. might not be the newest information. I do apologize, guys. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, you should be able to see that. Yeah. So twenty second of mm. December. Oh man, I bloody like those games. Um, he went. He went to battle as well, um, defending his country. So fair. Um, I'd say fair play to the man. Fair old cop for sure. Well, thank you for bringing this to our attention, Abdullah. There, buddy. Um, yeah. Uh, oh wow. Vladimir Yezov um, is the is the man's name. Um, he went to battle near Bakhmut. Uh, apologies <laughs> if my um, my um, pronunciation is poor. Um, defending Ukraine from Russian invaders, Volodymyr was a father of two sons. Eternal glory to hero. hero. Um, fo- uh, that's from Twitter account uh, Defense of Ukraine. You're not bringing down the room, mate. This sort of stuff needs to be uh, uh, talked about, and I'm glad you brought it to our attention because we've somehow missed this one. So uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cheers for bringing it to our attention, mate. Yeah. Um, so let's just take a couple of a couple of seconds uh, before we bring bring it back up because uh we're about to do something for uh yeah the sega topic of the week i believe <laughs> yeah yeah that's gonna <laughs> change change the mood in the room for sure um oh that sucks that sucks yeah uh, yeah well look much show love uh uh to that guy right there um yeah. damn when is this gonna end I, I, unfortunately i don't think it's gonna be 2023 but no sucks rest in peace yeah man yeah man hmm right okay right let's uh let's get this uh (laughs) get this show back on the road yeah we're gonna try and flip it around a bit now um oh cheers for bringing this to our attention there abdullah um much i love to everyone in ukraine um 
Oh, what a legend. That really sucks. That does. Yeah. And oh, just man. so <laughs> just for just so everyone uh, listening in the podcast, when this goes into the Spotify or wherever you're listening to at home, thanks, by the way. Um, numbers have been really good. Great to hit, know that people are listening along. Um, if the set, if the reactions sound like they are not as spaced out as they should be, it's because we do this thing called truncating silence. It means that you're not listening to long bouts of silence. So it might seem that things are a bit discordant discordant uh whenever we uh whenever we cover something as serious as this so yeah you, you, you expect those long pauses yeah. but then yeah we cut them all out uh, yeah it's, so the podcast isn't twice as long as it actually is yeah so um yeah if it seems a bit weird that's why um but we're going to move into the next topic and let's move into that next topic because the next topic is a Sega topic which means I get to use my soundboard I promise you guys I would do it and here it is Sega topic of the week. Do you like that? Do you yeah. like that? Are you happy? I, I, I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I look forward to hearing that every week. <laughs> oh man, you, that's it. You've got to go out of your way now to find Sega topics, oh, even if I, there is no inf- no, no new news that week. That's even it. if I have to pull things off the shelves and say, right, uh, uh, we haven't got a Sega topic. Uh, let's talk <laughs> about. Um, Paperboy on the Mega Drive or something like that. That's it. That's it. We'll do that. That's it. It's going to get to a point where we're just searching Reddit or everywhere to do with Genesis, Mega Drive, Dreamcast, Master System, Mark III, the works. But yes, this week we are talking about five more Sonic the Hedgehog Lego sets, Lego sets supposedly incoming. Uh, we're both big right? fans of the last one. Yes, uh, I've actually got two completely sealed in box. I'm gonna. Oh, wow. I'm gonna did you did you them. did you not make one of them? Uh, not yet. Uh, I've, okay. I keep meaning to get to it, and it's been over a year now, so I'm yeah. feeling really, uh, really embarrassed by that. Um, but yeah, I probably won't buy two next time. I'll probably just buy the one and enjoy it. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like I've kind of, I come from a family that used to like collect Lego. In fact, my mum still does. Uh, she's wow. like got an inheritance, like building up of like all of these massive sets of Lego, including the Lego Death Star. Um, wow. And uh, yeah, so I've kind of had it drilled into me. Do not open these. These will be like something you can sell later on down the line. At one point, they were worth more than gold. Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> that's they, the thing. They went I, up in value more than gold. Sorry. I um. That's so, yeah. So. You're absolutely right. Because like, you can, but you can sell like sets of you know random right bricks of Lego. Almost like you can sell gold and you know scrap gold. It's weird, but you can absolutely do that. Mm, and it, yeah, you, you can't sure. buy it by the way. Well, Sonic Lego sets incoming. What are you expecting? Um, I'm kind of expecting, and this is going to be a bit weird. Like, I can't tell whether the Lego Ideas set is going to be its completely its own thing, mm-hmm. or whether they're going to do something on a similar vein to um to the Mario sets and do like a like a play set kind of thing. I'd be a bit disappointed if they did that because you know that you're just going to get another version of Green Hill Zone. And um, what I'm hoping for is that they're going to do more sets like because Green Hill Zone is quite a linear one. It's it is like yeah. a diorama. I'd love for them to do like a chemical plant or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know the popular popular levels. You know they're going to do the levels from Sonic Generations, Sky Sanctuary, Chemical Plant, um, maybe you some reckon? of the modern stages. I reckon so because that's. That's where they seem to be like gravitating around, no matter what Sonic franchise, uh, Sonic thing. See, I, I'm worried that we're going to get Sonic Prime Lego sets 
and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, you know, maybe we'll get set, sets with Rogue the Bat, which is my my least favorite character. I want I want the uh, end boss from Sonic the Hedgehog two when you know, trying to build like a massive big fat Robotnik the Death, the death Egg robot. Yeah, that was beautiful. And Especially imagine, after seeing that Bowser one that they've done, which looks yeah, amazing. It's beautiful. Um, My friends just bought it. And what you can do actually is you it actually holds the NES controller from the um uh from when you make the Nintendo, the Nintendo Entertainment System Lego set. You can actually hold the net there. It's its hands are the right size to hold the uh, controller. Oh, that's cool. I How like cool is that? I like it when they put all of the details together like that. Yeah. I, w- I would love for it to be a continuation of the Lego idea set because I feel like that was the right idea. Um, but I can see it being either like a Sonic movie set or. Yeah, um, yeah. Or, or the uh, Sonic Prime or what have you. And I really. I, I think they'll go for something franchise wide, but I don't think it's going to be as like say intricate as lego ideas because quite frankly the lego ideas thing is it's held back by one major factor and that is every piece in that set had to exist within like the lego like block set and if you're going to do a license like sonic properly and you, you can see it from the eggman so um have you got yours handy like are you, yeah, are you yeah yeah i've got it, it? Yeah. Oh, I mean, let me grab it yeah yeah so if you see like robotnik he is just kind of assembled by the little parts uh, as opposed to being like one solid piece. Yeah, so here's the uh, uh, I can't hear you. Let me put my headphones yeah. back on. Uh, let me just go full screen for one second so they won't be able to see you, uh, Grizzly, for one sec. Uh, but yeah, here it is. Um, I, I love it. I want, like like you say, I want, I want to set like chemical plant zone. I yeah. want to set, um, I mean, chemical plant zone has to be next. It's so iconic. It's it's borderline as iconic as, as Green Hill, almost. Um, yeah. But yeah, a bit of a chemical plant zone. Uh, I'd like to see some of the bosses. Um, I don't know how they would do them, but you know they're always going to pull out these you know really cool ways. Why is that wiggling? Oh, it's, my son was playing with it. There we go. It's fixed. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, little... like every piece on the set is made from another piece of Lego. There's no unique molds or anything like that. It's it's mm-hmm. all part there, um, and the most telling thing is when you see Robotnik. He's just like an amalgamation of just different blocks. Yeah, together. he's he's not just a normal. Um, he's not just a minifig. Yeah, I can totally see, uh, and I'm a bit worried about this because I really want to get into this. I, I want like the Sonic Lego sets. Um, I'm really worried that they're going to do like a minifigure collection. Um, where it's all blind bags, and you you need to buy. They will. They will. Yeah. It, it, it's it's almost guaranteed by this point. Are you, you don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen because I feel like I, you know, I'd either be you priced spend, out. Or you spend not. too much already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, the the sets that they're looking at. So this is all kind of rumor at this stage, um, but it seems to be a pretty heavy rumor. It comes from Promo Bricks. Who does who do track the Lego sets that are coming out, and they're able to see things like shipping docks and you know things that are you know pretty heavy indicators that these things are going to be real. So I kind of trust it. Um, they will. Um, they, they're supposedly releasing five different sets, um, and they're going to be priced anywhere between thirty dollars and a hundred dollars. I was just talking about the pricing that they're looking yeah, at. Yeah, so yeah. Two 
between thirty dollars and a hundred dollars. I'm, I'm happy they're going that route. Uh, yeah. I suppose you think they probably wouldn't do the death egg because that would probably be a hundred and fifty pound set minimum. Um, oh, really? They're probably going to do mini mini sets like little, like you say, dioramas. Um, yeah. So to put it into perspective, hundred dollars probably that that was the Green Hill Zone diorama. Yeah, was it hundred dollars? Is that how much it was? It's sixty pounds UK, so it's not far off uh, with the inflation oh, okay. as it's going. Um, so yeah, I fully expect that to be what you'd get for that. And then the thirty dollars sets; those are going to be things like you know a proper Robotnik or you know character set or you know a level element maybe it'd be like one of those capsules that you see at the end of each like stage or it might be one of those blockhead things that they do but which is basically legos for answer to funko pop i can totally see them making those as well um mm -hmm. yeah I'm, I'm curious to see what they come out with i really hope they don't retread green hill zone um because i think that would be a waste it would be a waste it would be a waste um but like you say i i and I, I i would rather that though than them go down the route of doing one based on the sonic movie franchise one based on uh colors and all that sort of stuff yeah that, that, i I'm, I'm sorry to say the blind bad thing it, it's happening there's just too many characters yeah that's if they're willing to do the molds for it um which they, they haven't so far but yeah, they've already got but, Sonic. They could easily do Amy. They could do Super Sonic out of that. They could do yeah, um, it's, a lot it's of happening. characters through that. And and you could and, and there's so many badniks as well. Like you could do a whole blind bag series of just the badniks, uh, and then they wouldn't even need um, uh, uh, set molds because they would all just be made out of pieces. Yeah, totally. Like little it, mini creations. I'd be fine with those. Totally fine with those because that's, that's what they do with the Mario ones. You're not you're not buying a Luigi. You're not you know they're, they're all just like the bad guys from the Mario universe. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, I've bought enough of them. I tell you, my my son has got a mental Mario Lego set. Yeah, just uh, just while we're still talking about this one, uh, guys, mm -hmm. in the comments, why don't you tell us what level or what Sonic thing you would like to see made in Lego? That'd be really cool. Yeah, and Happy New Year to Mikey and Janie. Good to see you here, guys. Um, yeah. yeah, so I mean, th th this is this is uh, uh, nothing but a good thing. I, I I'm well happy with this. Yeah, uh, Raina says Bridge Zone from Eight Bit Sonic One. I'd love to see the Eight Bit games get a bit more love. Um, Bridge Zone is an absolute classic. That, um, that that would be so far down the line, though. They're going to do the obvious yeah. stuff before they get to that. I would like it if they did a set for each game. Um, I think that's the the fair way to do it. You know, each each of the major titles. <laughs> give so you give me my, a... my Sonic and the uh, Black Knight uh, stage. <laughs> I want, I want the pyramid one. stage from the Sonic and the Secret Rings. Maybe not that one. I'd like to see <laughs> things like Chemical Plant for Sonic 2, because it's going to be Chemical Plant if they're going to do a Sonic 2 level, unless mm -hmm. they did that Death Egg diorama um, and charged me £300 for it, which I would absolutely buy and make. Um, don't Don't take that for Gospel Lego. Please, please don't. I don't want to spend three hundred pound on you. Um, <laughs> I, I'd like to see Sonic Free. Uh, you could do Angel Island for that one. They'd probably do Sky Sanctuary. I'd love. I would absolutely love to see an Ice Cap Zone um, diorama where it's the snowboarding Sonic. Mm -hmm. That would be amazing. Um, you don't have the soundtrack to worry about, there, guys. Hint, hint. Maybe you could. Uh, get on with that please <laughs> and then I, i've uh, just looked on aliexpress and there's already so many uh lego knockoff uh sonic bricks uh sonic minifigs oh, oh wow a That's stupid amount 
Let's have a look. Because those is. will be like the uh, Lego Dimensions type, type things. Because that's what people don't re uh, seem to forget. Wow, they've even got the Fleetway Supersonic with the red crazy eyes. Yeah. They've, they've even gone to that effort. I might buy it just out, out of spite. The 86 pence each. <laughs> 99p <laughs> shipping. They're, How much they're is that no, I mean, it's two quid. I mean, some of them they don't have. They, I think they've sold out. Um, I'm not oh, sure. Nah. Two, four, six, eight. Oh no, because you wouldn't pay, pay postage on every one. That, uh, that's that's. Oh, it's hypersonic. Ah, right. It's quite bonkers. I mean, who, who is that character? Should I know who that grey character is? Which grey character? Uh, <laughs> is that the one with the spirals in his ears? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonic forces. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, st I still, I still love the fact that if you go to Google, you can type in um, your name, the Hedgehog, and someone has made some fan art. Go on then, Dan. So like do Daniel it. the Hedgehog or whatever. Do it, do it, do it. Okay, do it. let me have a look. So Daniel the Hedgehog. There we go, and I'll send it over. Here we go. There's Daniel the Hedgehog. He's got a Thomas the Tank Engine T-shirt on. Uh, Thomas and Friends one. There's also Daniel the Hedgehog. Uh, oh. So that's like six degrees worth of um <laughs> name like, daniel race 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 hedgehog age 10 type tip tippy speed note his super fast super dark super strong and he can do sonic's attack but can shut red lightning he can most definitely shut red lightning <laughs> Oh my god, Gareth the Hedgehog. He's got a monocle. I love it. I think Daniel's quite a common name, so there's, there's a lot of them. But you can go a bit more obscure, like think of a, a slightly more obscure name than Daniel. Larry, Larry Bundy. Here we go. Let's go Larry the Hedgehog. Yeah, there we go. What is that? Age 63. Uh, <laughs> one of the earliest known hedgehogs. Larry is more humanoid, if anything. His powers are to run fast like hedgehogs do, but look a lot cooler doing it, obviously. He was known to beat Sonic in many races. Sonic quoting that he was so fast, I could only ever catch glimpses of his dick in the wind. <laughs> I've just spotted oh, it as well. Yeah, I, I literally only just spotted it after I read that. This bit might not make the videos, though. There you go. Oh, what a terrible rabbit hole we have fallen in. Absolutely. Don't Google that ever again. Got <laughs> life. <laughs> so, I would uh, set you. I will set you on fire. What a stupid! <laughs> Get that off the screen. <laughs> Rainer, first rule of Sonic art: never look up Sonic fan art. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. I'm, I'm just trying to think of Marcus the Hedgehog. Does that exist? Yeah, there goes Marcus the Hedgehog. I don't know why Marcus came to my mind, but yeah, there's one. Uh, I mean, I don't know a name. A name, John. Garrett. Gareth, show him, show them mine. John the Hedgehog. Hang on, John Wall the Hedgehog. That's specific. Uh, John Wall the Hedgehog, number two, height six point four, weight one hundred and eighty-five, age twenty. Favorite food: Twinkies. Favorite drink: Kool Aid. Team: The Whiz Kids. Uh, and Gareth the Hedgehog. Yeah, no, this is a real thing. Get it done. Uh, you can send send your loved ones some official Sonic fan art of their name as the Hedgehog. There's Gareth the Hedgehog. There's a lot. Oh uh, yeah, look how Leaving debonair us. he is. Look how debonair he is. <laughs> you like it? You happy? Uh, <laughs> oh man, this has made me very happy. This, this oh, you got Gareth the Penguin. Oh man, I got to see Bonnie, Gareth the with with Bonnie the Dolphin. Bonnie the Dolphin. Oh my god, it is a dolphin. 
I just oh thought, what? How's that a dolphin? And then Evie the hedgehog. So there's John Gareth. Rogers is not a good hedgehog. <laughs> Gareth the penguin has black eyes and uh, white irises. Goes the other you way know, around. That's that's penguins for you. Bloody penguins. I have the cold, dead stare of death. There it is. Oh, Gareth the hedgehog. He, 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 he's about to uh, whack out his latest edition of uh, his, his only copy of Rasmus. There, there's no other music CD needed. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Why do I know that song? <laughs> yeah, like, it was I on like the radio it. all the time. It was like, oh, not radio, what am I saying? It was on Kerrang, like every commercial break. There'd be it. Uh, 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 what about Hedge the Hedgehog? Let's hedge, see. Hedge, hedge the Hedgehog. Oh, I think we might have one that doesn't exist. Uh, we look no, Hedge edge... the Hedgehog exists. There it is. There Can is, we look uh, up Edgy the Hedgy? Um, which is basically Shadow. There's Hedge the Hedgehog. She's black and shoots diamonds out of her fingers. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's enough. I think we're done. Yeah, I think we're done. Uh, topic four. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Uh, let's move on to some Rayman news. Um, Rayman 4 source code was leaked. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this actually started off as obviously Rayman 4, but eventually became the uh, uh, Raving Rabbids. Uh, uh, series yeah. for the role. Yeah, because uh, uh, the yeah. Rabbids were supposed to be a villain for Rayman in one of his games, and I think they kind of did Rayman Raving Rabbids to introduce them, um, mm-hmm. but they were never supposed to become like the the video game equivalent of the minions. Yeah, because um, essentially they are the villains in that first game. I haven't played yeah. a lot of the Raving Rabbids, but I remember I played through the first one when I got a Wii. It was like one of the first games I got. Um, and yeah, you're 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 captured in a sort of coliseum, and you have to complete. Um, uh, uh, trying to remember this correctly. Yeah, you're you're in a coliseum. You have to complete mini games to beat the minions somehow. Um, it, in all in interesting ways to use the Wiimote. Yes, it just so happened to be uh, what you could call a gimmick. Um, or gimmick in the industry, mm. <clears throat> yeah. So the, it's interesting because uh, this game, of course, never released. There's a lot of design elements that were used in Rayman Four that later became parts of Origins and Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it birthed the the ra- the raving rabbits, uh, which were originally charming, and then they just kind of got overused in the typical Ubisoft fashion. Yeah, it's a, it's a real shame. Fun. It's a real shame. I Lost think that was a one or couple, one or two games. They were quite fun, but they just went crazy. It, it was the perfect formula as well, because obviously the Wii attracted a younger crowd, um, and the Rabbids were essentially the original minions. Um, yeah. And again, like they, they were overused as well, weren't they? It's just if a joke doesn't work, stand in front of the screen, uh, in front of the screen, and scream. That, that yeah. that's your joke. Go. Yeah, like they, that. they, no, that's funny, by the way. Yeah, I think like one of the first idents they ever did was that the the rabbit held up a banana and just went, and then it just stopped. So yeah. okay, that's just everything they've done. But yeah, Rayman is a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Because the, it is. Yeah, the first game was really good. I remember like, really good. Yeah, the old Amiga and PlayStation One era and what have you. Um, yeah, just damn really good hard. game. Really mm. hard. Uh, the second one was kind of good. It had the like it would try to be Mario sixty four, but somewhat epic. And then, kind of Rayman Three, just like eh, I'm just yeah, I, I steered steered away from that that era. But apparently, it's it's uh, they're supposed to be quite good the 3D games. Uh, and then, obviously, you've got Rayman Legends, um, are utterly fantastic. They are so so good. Yeah. The, uh, the the 2D um, Ubi art games are 
utterly fantastic. They're so, so good. And then obviously you've got the spin-offs with the Raving Rabbids games, which is what this game spawned. Um, and the Mario versus Rabbids uh, games as well. And I believe Rayman's going to be DLC in the uh, in that new that new game, Sparks of Hope. Um, I'll, I'll tell you eventually because my son's playing through it at the moment. When yeah. he's not playing on Fortnite and asking me to buy him more V-Bucks. Um, so, uh, yeah. Hey, Rayman 2 was great. Like yeah. uh, like a cartoon Uncharted, says uh, Republican of Game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard a lot of uh, positive things. It was on like everything as well. There was like a thousand ports of that game. Slightly over exaggerated, but there was a there lot. There was of even a, a DS port of it, which was like quite impressive. Like mm. they did a D, uh, 3DS port, that is. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Rayman 2 games. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's interesting because when source codes leak, they're usually of games that you already know. I mean, we've, we've seen source code leaks of Mario 64, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, um, you know, that massive Nintendo leak. This is the first time I've seen it coming from the likes of Ubisoft and more importantly for a game that never saw the light of day mm. um again it's like that duke nukem thing i people are sitting on gold that you know has never been like known known or seen before and at least rayman was you know rayman 4 was it had a trailer originally and yeah. what you're looking at is some of the the gameplay from it um but in the source code form um <clears throat> It just goes to show that these these things are just on a cut, cutting room floor somewhere, just waiting to be picked up. I'm really surprised that Ubisoft hasn't kiboshed everything related to this. And yeah, maybe... especially considering one of the levels was called Sphincter Cell. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, but what's, what's really cool, uh, if you were to procure it somehow and you knew how to uh, code levels, you could make your own Rayman game, essentially. Uh, if you know how to do it because yeah it's the the editors there the assets yeah. there. you could create a rayman game just remember that if you handle source code material like this you're handling stolen uh, stolen goods essentially so don't say we didn't warn you uh, because that's exactly what this is until proven otherwise yeah it's just that do you really want to go up against ubisoft i no. think not no, no, no. no. Uh, whereas Mortal Kombat 2 yes. might get away with a little bit more uh, because that's source <laughs> code. Warner I I, I, yeah, yeah, I suppose. But yeah, Mortal Kombat 2 source code has reportedly leaked online. Um, but like I say, this is you, you always get those like open source versions of these games. You get like Cannon Fodder and, and, and Transport Tycoon and all these, all these classic, classic games like this. And I just feel like this is just going to open that wide like there's going to be so much uh for, for 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 that community uh with this source code leak yeah totally i mean people have been wanting to remake the mortal kombat original games for quite some time there was that big uh thing about the hd games that i think matt mcmuscles put out mm -hmm. um which is really good um this could actually be somewhat of a game changer because here's the thing you can do with source code right you're talking about the building blocks of the game, the original mm -hmm. assets that were used, and basically everything that went into making those those games. You're talking about the original sprite work, um, which is at the highest level it could be. Now, that's not to say it's 4K 4K ready assets, but you'd you be could... able to, to to change that into that using that. It's just going to make it a million times easier and better. Totally. You could go back mm. in there. You can get sprite artists to clean it up. You don't have the limitations these days that the Mega Drive and the original arcade hardware had. So you can, in theory, go back and 
completely make a HD remake of this. And I'm sure there's already a group of like fan game uh, fan game creators working on that very very thing as we speak, having essentially been given the keys to the kingdom. Um, this is a big one. Uh, it is a big one. Yeah, we're going. This is like on the level. Of, well, maybe not on the level of Ocarina of Time, but. Uh, at the same time, it's it's a beloved title that's going to see loads of beneficial like fan content as a result of the source code leak. But as I said before, do bear in mind that this is uh, this is definitely not legal unless one of the developers turns around and says, "Hey, you can use this. We do not mind." Go do what you want. Yeah. It's unlikely. When, yeah. when a big uh, publishing house has got their names attached to it. Yeah. Yeah, you talk about Warner Brothers here. Just, just be careful. <laughs> uh, but hey, I'm still excited to see what happens from this. You know. Yeah, and also I'd love to see all of those old, like unused, previously unused animations being used in like a final project because you know they're all here. Uh, everything is here. Like all of those like screenshots, those you know snapshots that they they had and just didn't use. It's all here. It's like that's it my that thing. They're all here. <laughs> should be really I, nice I, I i would love to see this done in hd I, i'm not not that great at the games i i i blitzed the original and not a lot since uh i i played through 10 quite a bit actually but that was <laughs> that's quite a jump from this as well i always remember number three was the best one uh of the original trilogy uh i think it was the mega cd one that i played quite a bit actually back in the day um yeah 32 exports um I didn't really play it that much, not as much as the first like Mortal Kombat. I, I don't know. They, it wasn't on the level of Street Fighter for me, but at the same time, there's a technical prowess to Mortal Kombat that's to be appreciated, I think. No, see, I, I was more of a Mortal Kombat guy than Street Fighter back in the day. Um, Street Fighter is more technical, I find. You you can get away with quite a bit of the old button mashing in Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not a good one-on-one -on -one fighter player. I'm definitely a, of those buttons. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah absolutely uh it's cool i'm just we're looking through for people that are listening in we're looking for all of the uh uh the gifts that people have been making um of the characters from their source codes it's really nice yeah super clean as well it's just nice to see yeah. i would be interested to see if they can run it through like an ai upscaler to make these assets like proper 4k mm -hmm. um because it deserves it really like yeah and and mr sancini there says in a few weeks we're going to be seeing these animations used in mugen a hundred percent a hundred percent i would be very surprised if they aren't already there in fact i'm going to have a look they'll be there yeah Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so good it's, it's so it. good so choppy and it's just so beautiful <clears throat> the first thing i see is that it means that pennywise goku and others are coming to mortal Kombat 2 finally um pennywise uh, yeah and boss baby are coming so it's a bit like like <sighs> Pennywise is a good villain, but I don't know how good they'd be on a one-on-one -on -one fighter. You know, I don't know. They've they've kind of like used like horror characters in Mortal Kombat before. They have, they have. But I mean, Freddy Krueger makes sense. Halloween makes sense. You know, Jason and all that sort of stuff. But Pennywise didn't really do a lot. He's owned by Warner Brothers, though. They'll use him. They'll find a way. Yeah, they'll find a way. Life finds a way. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. Uh, which brings us, I believe, to our last topic. And it's, uh, again, uh, a bit of a sad one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Archer McLean has passed away, age 60. Uh, known by us retro gamers, probably most recognized as the uh, creator of uh, uh, International Karate Plus. 
Uh, but done quite a lot since then. Yeah. yeah. Um, he did a lot of um, like the Jimmy White games, like the snooker, the pool ones. So, I mean, that might not excite a lot of people, but those were those games were considered incredibly, uh, incredibly technical, like a really like, you know, full of time, uh, impressive physics simulation of like your snooker and pool balls. It was more on the technical side of things. Um, he also did Drop Zone. Uh, mm-hmm. which is another classic uh, and most recently uh, the one i remember him for is uh, the mercury series on psp which were absolute underrated gems they're kind of like marble madness meets you know mercury so yeah definitely uh definitely worth a look in if you get a chance uh even if you emulate it at this stage it's worth uh worth checking out yeah we wouldn't normally say uh do that but you gotta yeah. go check it out gotta go it's check good. it out and uh, andy norton yeah, says kim good. justice is a big fan uh absolutely yeah, she loves uh, uh you know th- th- those those sort of those sport titles all for the the sixteen bit era ones like uh, obviously all of the original football ones, but obviously snookers and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> she's uh she's the sort of person that's going to get a lot of fun out of a darts game. She's uh, oh, definitely okay. one of those streamers. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, PM Forever says there, yeah, rest in peace. He was terrific with snooker games. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, oh. Very sad. Very sad. It is. Uh, it's sad state of uh, sad state of affairs. Um, and then there's that fella, fella from Zap Magazine as well, um, who's recently left us as well. Yeah, and then the one we mentioned earlier on in this uh, uh, podcast from Stalker as well. So so much. So yeah. so much. Hmm. Very very sad. Ah, oh, what a, what a sad sad time um, with all of these sort of people. Uh, I'll remember him more for international karate. Uh, says PM Ferreira. Um, so yeah, there we go. Mm. Yeah, sad times. Right. So yeah. sorry to end it on a on a bit of a down note, but uh, mm-hmm. first podcast of the year, hyped to be back. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed it. Um, I hope everyone's enjoying the the changes that we made for the podcast. We've got new intro there, uh, not so much a new outro. I'll fix that. I'll get that sorted. Uh, and uh, you've got marbles live on stream. In fact, we will open it up now. So if you guys are listening in and you want to join in with our online games, uh, then come and listen to us every uh, first uh, Tuesday night over on Twitch at Slopes Game Room and over on YouTube on my Extra Slope channel. And you guys will be able to join in with us. It needs to happen. Yes. Yes. I'm just, uh, just as a bonus topic, I guess. Uh, let's let's just put this in real quick. Um, Abdullah in the chat has just uh, clued us into some news about the new Alice sequel, the American McGee's Alice. I've just put a link in the uh, podcast for Slopescast News. Um, this is uh, something I'm quite excited for. Um, mm-hmm. American McGee's Alice is a bit of a classic. Um, it kind of like delves into like a darker version of Alice in Wonderland, one of my favourite like Disney and uh, Disney stories and classic books. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely something to watch. And uh, provided the news goes the way it did this week, uh, I'll probably be talking about a little bit more about this next week because apparently it is coming to uh, crowdfunding. So yeah. Oh really? They've done that before. Those. those- mm-hmm. They have, but this time they've got a design bible and everything, so they've got a bit more to show for it. I, I think this, uh, the thing, this could be interesting. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, interesting stuff. Uh, you sent me a link for that, have you? Uh, it's in the uh, Slopescast News links. Uh, Let's get it over. It's uh, a Patreon the, the, the... link. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is live on American McGee's Patreon. 
um and it is basically giving a roadmap of what to expect um 2020 oh it says jan 3 2022 what's this this is an older post apologies for that um but apparently there's been some more updates uh about this uh so yeah. people uh people that are uh, in the chats hit explanation mark marbles if you want to join in with our next game we're going to be doing that in just a moment uh and that's how we're yeah. going to end the podcast yeah yeah i'll well, i'll tell you what next week we'll figure out we'll find uh the update and we'll talk about it so little hint there if we can find anything yeah, it should be quite interesting. I, I've always been fascinated by the looks of these games, but I've never really given them much time. I need to, I need to change that. Yeah, uh, you you played through them, have you? I have. Yeah, they're they're fantastic games. Really creative, full of uh, full of interesting details. Um, really good visuals. Uh, very dark um, in that edgy kind of way. But also, yeah. um, the first game is one of those ones I would love to see remade because, simply put, it's not as fun to play now because it's a very old school, like third person shooter that just didn't quite, you know, hit the mark. Mm-hmm. Um, the sequel is fantastic even today, and you can get that on Game Pass. So, you know, if you're on that, go and play it. Is it? I didn't know that. It is, yeah. Uh, on PC and Xbox. Uh, yeah. Lovely. Lovely. Right, guys, we're going to have one last go on Marbles, and we are going to call it a night. So, last chance make sure you are hitting explanation mark uh uh marbles if you guys want to join in people over on youtube can join in as well uh i've managed to work away where it works for everybody um we haven't i'd say one thing we haven't been doing we haven't been looking at seeing who's winning whether it's twitch or youtube i mean that's what we need mm. to be looking at not just the winner but what platform is uh winning that's what we need to look but at. before that shall we say goodbye for the people listening at home Oh, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Uh, come and play some marbles <laughs> next time. You're missing out. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're missing out. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show with myself, DJ Slope, and my co-host, Grizzly Cryden, recorded live on Twitch every single Tuesday night. If you want to listen in live, then make your way over to twitch.tv forward slash Slope's Game Room at 9pm UK time, 1pm Pacific Standard Time, and 4pm Eastern Standard Time. And as stated, if you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider supporting the show on Patreon or as a YouTube member. And finally, if you do have any news stories for us then please do feel free to drop them in the dedicated rooms over on discord at discord.gg forward slash slopes game room and until next time guys this is dj slope signing out and hopefully i'll see you all next time